1: Martin
0: Shkreli was named the most hated man in America after jacking up prices on life-saving drugs to make a profit. That's price gouging, pure and simple. He looks like a spoiled brat to me. The feds came after him for securities fraud. Shkreli was arrested in 2015 and charged by the SEC with committing a series of financial frauds over a five-year period.
1: This is Crime Stories with Nancy Grace.
0: These charges are unrelated to what earned him national scorn and the nickname Pharma Bro. Martin Shkreli has never shied away from the spotlight and he certainly isn't doing that now during his trial. Prosecutors ridiculed by Martin Shkreli want him to be quiet, accusing him of making a spectacle of himself and the trial. Just days after he blasted them as Junior Varsity. Martin's message was that they're not covering his trial fairly. Shkreli's attorney blames the media and what he calls his client's frail emotional state.
1: Imagine that you or someone you love deeply, a family member, a child, a mother, a father, brother is stricken with cancer or HIV. And there is a pill that can help them live. And that pill costs 17 cents to make. It sells for $13.50 $13.50, 13 dollars a pill per pill, and then suddenly, that pill is jacked up to seven hundred and fifty dollars a pill. Seven hundred and fifty dollars, not per prescription, but per pill. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the life-saving pill, Daraprim that is used to fight HIV and cancer. It's actually an anti-parasitic drug for people whose immune systems are completely depleted. It's a life-or-death medication. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. And right now, the man who jacked up the price from a $0.17 cost to To make the pill to $750 a pill is on trial. Now, here's the kicker. He's not on trial for jacking up the price. That has nothing to do with this trial. He's on trial for wire and securities fraud. And that sounds so esoteric, so ivory tower. Like, what is that? I'll tell you what it is in a nutshell. 1928, crash, stock market crash. People work their whole lives. They lose everything, nothing left. They jump out of windows. They kill themselves over the crash. 1934, blue sky laws enacted securities protections, which means you have to be honest with investors. You have to tell them what they're investing in. Like, I work like a dog I got my little 401k. I tried to read all that all that stuff and it's invested in what are considered secure stocks. You know, like um what do you say a Vanguard or a a blue chip fund or you know funds. It's invested in a lot of different things. And I trust the bank. Am I wrong? are they lying to me? That's what securities laws do. They make investors tell you the truth about what's happening with your money. And this guy, Martin, it's a crazy last name, Martin Skreli, S-H-K-R-E-L-I, Skreli. It's Albanian. A genius. There's no doubt about the fact that Martin Screlli is a genius. I have no doubt about that. But by his own admissions, it seems to be, uh, or let me just say this not by his own admissions, the federal prosecutors claim that he took people's money and millions of dollars of money and then he used their money to pay off other investors because of some of his bad decision-making, bad business decisions. You know, Alan Duke joining me. Alan, you know, both of our fathers worked like dogs on the railroad.
0: Same company for the same amount of years, yes.
1: My mom, I can't remember her bringing home a stack of work. She got home six, seven o'clock. She'd have a huge stack of papers, and on top would be one of those calculators with the cord dangling down. I'd run out to meet her to try to help her bring it all in. And while we would have, we'd eat dinner, and then we would sit, you know, maybe look at her homework, maybe watch TV, and she'd be in, sitting in a chair behind us just working on that calculator till 10, 10, o'clock at night. And the morning when I'd wake up, she'd have breakfast laid out, and she'd be gone to work, 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 work alan to think that they would put their life savings somewhere and some a-hole would invest it in something they didn't know about Uh uh-uh like i'm gonna invest my 401k where the guy that goes oh yeah i'm gonna use all your money your life savings When you've been working three jobs at a time for years on end, I'm just going to use that to pay off my other investors in another company, okay? You know.
0: Yeah, this is like the Bernie Madoff Ponzi scheme, except um, Bernie Madoff probably wasn't as villainized as Martin Screlly, and perhaps he should have been. Yeah, well, I mean, he is. I mean, he was. It's just that's a whole different level that he took it to but the difference with martin Scarelli is not that he's doing or allegedly did something that a lot of other people haven't done whether they're caught or not but he was just more audacious about it and his audaciousness came to light when he raised the That's price right. of that anti-parasitic drug that so many people depended on but
1: the I hiv that, pill yes Daraprim.
0: I think that there is actually a positive message in this whole thing because, first of all, the guy is on trial. And second of all, the irony is that justice was done with the pill. He went up to $750 a pill. It, it, now, you know what you can buy that same drug for from another company? What? $1 a pill.
1: Okay, listen to this. Two things I don't want to forget. Number one, his his defense attorney. This is the headline. His defense attorney... Benjamin Brothman, I would go out on a limb and say he is, if not the, one of the premier criminal defense attorneys in the United States. You don't see him chatting it up on cable TV or, you know, going out to nightclubs and making a name for himself. Uh Uh-uh. This guy don't play. Okay. So... What What gives it away for me is that Screlly, Martin Screlly, is not doing what Broffman's telling him to do. Not at all. He goes, shut up, and he goes and gives a press conference or pops into the overflow room of the, of the media. And I've never down. seen that happen.
0: I, yeah, you know. So,
1: the, But what you said is right, that he was brought to our attention when he jacked up, hijacked the price of Daraprim on HIV and cancer patients. That got his attention. He was arrested and brought to congressional hearings where they asked him about the hike price. He invoked his right to remain silent and then took to Twitter and called them all imbeciles for asking. (laughs) Now, I'm not arguing that they're not. Some of them could be (laughs) construed as an imbecile, Okay, not finding the facts. Okay. But it's like having your cake and eating it, too. You can't whine. I want my Fifth Amendment right to remain silent and then take to Twitter. Right. So that's how he got our attention is that price hike. But then, because of that, the Fed started looking at him. Or maybe they were looking at him secretly before then.
0: I think uh, that they were, but, but this made it a higher – Yeah. Pro- keep in mind, in the presidential race, all of the big candidates – slammed him, including Trump, Sanders, and Hillary Clinton, all attacked this guy. When you get that kind of attention,
1: watch out. Now, here's his defense. Yes, I'm telling you somebody's defense. He says, all of my investors were paid back. Nobody got hurt. In fact, most of them made a profit. Yeah, that's what he's saying. That's his defense. And I think that's one of the reasons he keeps taking to Twitter and speaking out so the jury will somehow get the message which says to me he's not taking a stand. If he's speaking this way, trying to circumvent the trial procedure. He's, to, we're, we're he's trying to say, to look, Friday. no no harm, no foul. All my investors got paid back. I'm being villainized. But it's that yes, maybe part of the point. But the fact is he took people's he took your money, Alan, pretend. He took your money. And he used it to pay off the investors in one of his hedge fund disasters, and they all got paid off. Everybody got paid off, according to him. I don't know that, but that's what he's saying. His defense is okay. Do you? Do you? Is that the way you understand it?
0: Yes. Yes. A Ponzi scheme. This this guy, you gotta admire certain things about him and absolutely detest other things. He was seventeen years old when he got into this business as an intern on Wall Street. Came from humble beginnings, and it was just really smart. Yep. But his he family
1: came from like I think a Brooklyn neighborhood. Yeah. It's Albanian uh immigrants. Croatian,
0: I think. Croatian immigrants.
1: And he worked, worked, worked. He taught himself chemistry, as I recall. Then he got into interning with a firm that belonged to a CNBC star and that's when he really really took off after that he started his own business and has flourished ever since and I mean he may be a genius I'm not arguing that but I know this I want to know where my hard-earned money is invested because I don't buy anything for me, nothing. I don't have my nails done, zip. I'm still wearing my dad's athletic socks, okay? <laughs> now, on the twins, I will break down and spend money, but I'm not saving all that. For their future to invest with somebody that lies to me. Well, keep in mind,
0: these, these people are not, are not Why you like you. do keep saying or,
1: keep in mind? Like you, I'm going to forget something? You people, yes, because
0: these, are, these, these alleged victims are people who essentially were gambling on Wall Street. They knew the risk and they invested in him. He was a known quantity. When you invest with someone like this, you're rolling the dice. You're reading all these chat rooms and you're trying to get some inside information these are not people who went in blindly like my dad or your dad would have with their railroad salaries these were people who were trying to make a quick buck
1: i want to talk about the jury selection really quickly they 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 can't get a jury they've gone through 100 people in one day one woman says (laughs) i mean it's funny to me it's not funny to him i'm sure but luckily for him, she was thrown off the jury. She goes, "When I look at him, I just see a big snake sitting there, and I just can't get that image out of my head. I would not want her on my jury."
0: He's kind of a small snake. She s- says every snake. time
1: she looks at him, she sees a giant snake, and I can't help but think of the giant snake in Harry Potter. <laughs> what was that thing's name? Nagini. Yeah, I think of Nagini. <laughs> oh, and the woman was almost on the jury every time she looks at him, she thinks of Nagimi. Yeah, okay, lucky for him, the jury voir dire process worked and she was taken off the jury. But one juror said, wait, is this guy that jacked, the, jacked up the price on EpiPens? <laughs> I mean, it's like... This is a hot mess trying to strike this jury. It's a big mess. So but I, I can tell you this, if anybody can pull this off, it's Brofman, you know. And I I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't know Brofman, unless if he bit me on the neck, I wouldn't know it was him, except from seeing him occasionally. But if anybody can pull this off, it's gonna be him. I'm telling you that. If they can just keep whatever his name is. Screlly. Could we call him,
0: they're calling him Pharma Bro. I think they ought to call him Pharma Creep.
1: Well, I I don't, well, I can't (laughs) say that I've never used a moniker, but... uh,
0: Top mom, you've used monikers.
1: See, okay, yeah, I know. Here's the thing. You've created so many monikers. (laughs) I would have suggested at the get-go that... the defense filed a motion in Lemony, which is a motion before the evidence even starts, disallowing any evidence of the whole Deripim incident, the price gouging, yes. because that is unrelated to this trial. But instead, they're asking about it in voir dire. Do you know about this? Are you going to hold that against them? I mean, they've brought it out themselves.
0: Well, the thing is that he is tweeting... Oh, by the way, this morning, this is news oh today. Lord. His Twitter account was suspended today. He's been suspended before, and he creates a new Twitter account. Under a fake name. Under a different moniker. And he just had his latest, where he was criticizing government, the prosecution. It was suspended as of oh, this morning. Oh, you mean when
1: he called him Junior Varsity?
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. worse. Mm-hmm. But okay. so, but the the jury... Maybe they look at the Wall Street Journal or their other papers, or they see it on Twitter. I doubt they'll see it there. But he he's making all these public pronouncements, and so they're going to find out about him outside of the courtroom if the court isn't very careful. And that's what the court is trying to do. They're trying to gag him now.
1: Okay, we'll see where it goes. All I know is he claims everybody was paid off, but the fact remains... If he used investors' money, like my dad, my mom, your parents, if he used their money to pay off another hedge fund losses, that is a violation of securities laws. He's got eight charges. He's looking at 20 years behind bars. We'll see where it goes. You know what? Everybody goes, oh, securities laws. That has nothing to do with me. Oh, yes, it does. If you have anything in savings or... Any kind of investment like a 401k, an IRA, it does affect you. It does affect you. Okay, when I drive up at the exit to the interstate and I'm digging through my console to give to the homeless person standing there, yeah, I don't want that to be you, Alan. Okay, (laughs) all right? It may be. Okay, it may be. All right, Nancy Grace, Crime Stories, signing off.
0: From BBC Radio 4.